Manowaker Waker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. To find out more or to add your support for as little as a dollar a month, visit patreon.com slash manowaker. Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, Best Case Scenario by Kilmeny McMichael. She knew she could not run. Even if there was a space for her to run too, she never could. Not fast or far enough. More than a dozen steps at a run brought her to panting. A dozen more to wheezing doubled over. She dreamed of running freely, but it was only a dream. In the best-case scenario, she would die right away in the blast. Second best, her heart would explode during the first savage fight for food following the apocalypse. She hoped she wouldn't only get too sick to do nothing but vomit over her attackers. She hoped she wouldn't only linger in the mercilessness which would arise in the hopelessness of those left above ground. She understood the logic that would leave her outside of the shelters. Her genetics were unsound, her body fragile, her mind was nothing particularly special. There wasn't room for everyone. Someone had to stay outside. Many would have to stay outside. Only the perfect and lucky would be sheltered, the scientific best chances for the best of humanity to survive, the chosen, the listed. Preparations for them were extensive and well-rehearsed. She knew several people on the list. The list was precise and fixed. No woman over 40 years of age, regardless of their qualifications or brilliance. No man over 45. No exceptions. No one with any documented chronic or recurrent illness. In short, no one the doctors determined to be imperfect or too old for optimal reproduction. Not even doctors. The identity of the doctors maintaining the list was now secret after a wave of extortions and assassinations. The imperfect and unlucky would be left outside to perish quick or slow as God, chance, and wits determined. None outside were expected to survive terribly long. It was not the near certainty of her untimely demise that bothered her most. What bothered her most was the sterility of what she had seen of the underground arcs and shelters. Smooth glass and concrete, regimented rows of hydroponics. The world underground was quiet and smelled faintly of rubber. There was nothing blemished or incomplete or damaged in the world the Chosen would, if all went well, live in for two generations. There was nothing less than exactitude and wholeness. There was no room for anything blotched, smudged, or twisted. There was no room, not only in the future people, but also in their future world, for imperfection. There was no room for her and no room for the memory of her or others like her. If the future had no imperfections, no memory of imperfection, how could the future learn to be kind? If there was no kindness, then how could what survived remain human? She devised a different way to ensure her survival. 
she devised a plan to ensure that humanity might survive. In the uncertain time that remained before the destruction of her world, she walked her town with her cameras. She used her digital cameras, and from the depths of a closet, she excavated an old analog camera and film. She captured images of the bruised, the injured, the impure beauties of her life. She uploaded to the cloud that would almost certainly be blown away, but might not be. She stored in file formats which might become unusable, but might not. She developed the old film into photographs that would hopefully provide solace and insight for years before fading. She prayed in an unfocused, uncertain way that before they did, their value would be recognized, their images copied forward. She had her plan. She knew the plan would succeed for the simple reason that it must. She photographed. She saved. A hideous old boxer of a street cat glaring from the shade of a cedar. Saved. A housefly crawling up the side of a wet garbage can. Saved. Dirty dreadlocks on an intoxicated head. Saved. A broken omelet made with leftover rice. A spill of greasy french fries. Saved. A clear broken light bulb. Filament fallen loose. Clasping gnarled dark fingers, a one-legged iridescent pigeon. These and more she saved. And when the sirens began, the no foolin' this time keep em wailin' sirens, she waited on her front steps. To a friend she gave the boxes of photographs, and to the neighbor's teenage son the data stick filled with images. They both had space in a shelter if they reached it in time. And then, oh, how she ran with them. This has been Best Case Scenario, written by Kilmeny McMichael. For more information about Manowaker Studios' other projects, including books and games, visit manowaker.com, which is also where you should go to learn more about the authors featured on this podcast or to get details about submitting a story. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. I'm C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. On the next installment of Manowaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast, there's a constant mild tickling I've never gotten used to from the gel-coated tendrils of my inner suit that monitors my biorhythms. <laughs>